Good morning. Everybody can make their way towards their seats, get that last cup of coffee. This morning we have a very special treat. As many of you know, both the preschool choir, which is standing before you now, and the elementary choir will be bringing their musicals to us this morning on this wonderful Mother's Day. And so we welcome you to Memorial, and I hope that you enjoy it. Why don't we go ahead and give them a hand up here. There's a few nervous souls. Miss Jessica's worked really hard since January, really, on these musicals, and so um, they are excited to present them to you this morning. So I'll step out of the way, and y'all can begin. Well, for our preschool group, we talked about some of our mighty biblical men that we find in the Bible. And boys and girls, I'm going to need your help. Can you help me with this? Can you tell me the man in the Bible we've been talking about whose name starts with the letter N? Tell me. Noah. Noah, that's right. And tell me God told Noah to build him a what? Ark. An ark, because what was he going to do to the world? He was going to flood it. Flood the world. And how many days is he going to flood the world? Forty. Very good, 40. And here's our most favorite part in the preschool choir. What did he tell him to put on the ark? Animals. Animals. And how many? Two. That's right. So we will sing for you right now, Rise, Shine, and Give God the Glory.
All right. So the next men we talked about in the Bible were three guys. Their names were Peter and James and John. And where were they? What were they in? A sailboat. That's right. Because what were they doing in that sailboat? Fishing. But were they catching anything? No. Oh, no. They were like Miss Jessica. They couldn't catch very many fish at all. But what happened? Who came walking on the water? Jesus. That's right, Jesus. And what did he say? Throw your nets. Throw your nets. And then what happened? They catched a lot of they fish. They caught a lot of fish. That's right. And we've talked a lot about how we can use our voices to express things and how we can use our bodies to express things. They're going to show you just how many fish they have by being great actors and actresses, right? All right. Sing nice and loud. Here we go. Peter and James and John in the sailboat. Peter and James and John in the sailboat. Peter and James and John in the sailboat. Out on the beautiful sea. Bible. His name is hard. Starts with the letter Z. What is Joshua. it? Joshua. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. And we even had Mr. Clute come help us one night. Was Zacchaeus a great big man or a very little man? Sure. He's a very little man. And he heard Jesus was coming to town. So what did he do to see Jesus? Climbed up in a tree. He climbed up in the tree. That's right. But what Jesus saw him, what did he say? You come down. Zacchaeus, you come down. And our song's a little bit silly. It says, for I'm coming to your house for, for tea. And they're going to show you their very best manners after they drink their tea. Can y'all sing nice?
this is probably the boys' most favorite song because we talk about a, yeah, a man that fights a battle, and what's his name? Joshua. Joshua. And let me tell you, these boys can throw some mighty rough punches. You just wait and see. And he fit the battle of what? And the walls came tumbling down. Now, I'm going to be honest. They don't usually sing a whole lot on this one. They get very involved in the fighting the battle. So, y'all ready? Here we go. think I'm on. Good to see everybody. Glad that you're here as we come to celebrate Mother's Day in a special, special musical fashion. We want to do some of the things we normally do at, uh, at our early service, one of which is to have prayer concerns. And uh, if you have something that you'd like to share with us that we can join you in prayer, we ask you to fill out a, a little index card with something you don't mind me repeating. So if you raise your hand so our ushers can see where you are, uh, we'll get a prayer card to you and we'll collect those in just a few moments. <coughs> Announcements from Katie. Today is the last day to reserve your tickets for our outing to the Greenville Drive ba uh, baseball game next Sunday. The tickets are $7 each and the game starts at 4.05 p.m. See Katie or Wayne or Christy Morris today to make sure your tickets are reserved. Please join us on the track at Greer High School starting at 7 p.m. this Friday, May 18th, for
for Greer's Relay for Life. Our church will have a tent on the track with food, fun, and games. We hope to see you there as our mission kids celebrate their successful spring mission project to support the American Cancer Society. Don't forget to register to join us for our Vacation Bible School uh, 2012 at Operation Overboard, Sunday, June the 3rd through Thursday, June the 7th from 6 in the evening to 7.45 each night. Registration forms are available in the gym or you can uh, talk with Katie more about that. Um, graduating high school and college students are encouraged to attend the 11 o'clock service next Sunday, the 20th, to be recognized for their accomplishment. United Methodist men are invited to a breakfast meeting next Sunday, May the 20th, 7.45 in the morning at, in the social hall. This will take the place of our regularly monthly dinner meeting. Please join us for good food and fellowship next Sunday morning, 7.45. That announcement comes to us courtesy of, of uh, Eric the Cupcake. He has a new nickname, Cupcake. <laughs> given to him by a homeless friend of mine. Um, Wayne Rhodes is here somewhere to uh, make an announcement. Good morning. Yesterday, Dr. Johnson, uh, the district superintendent, uh, met with the parish staff committee to introduce our new minister who will be starting July 1st. Uh, things have moved up a, a week this year, so Arthur's having to work an extra week. Um, our new ministry will be Reverend Joseph Curtis. He presently is at First United Methodist Church in Lancaster, and his wife is named Brenda, and she's also a Methodist minister, and she will be assigned to Emma Gray Methodist Church in Woodruff. The committee was very impressed. Uh, Mr. Curtis is, is, has lots of personality, and it seems to be knowledgeable, and if you would like to check out what kind of preacher he is, uh, you can go to the First United Methodist Church of Lancaster's website and uh, his sermons are recorded on there each week. But we're looking forward to having the Curtises as our church leaders and I think you will be pleased. I know this is always a, a very nervous time of the year for Methodist congregations that are facing a change and with Arthur going into retirement We've known this was coming for, for quite a while, and uh, this is the first day that they could be announced. So I think we will be pleased. Thank you. If your prayer cards are ready, if you'll hold them up, we'll collect them at this time and, and uh, have our time in prayer. Um, I want to thank Andy for covering this service last week and George Strait for the 11 o'clock service, allowing Penny and me to go and meet uh, our new granddaughter. 
And as I told the district superintendent's secretary, and this went out all over our district, uh, Audrey May is a beautiful baby who looks just like her granddaddy. <laughs> that wasn't believed by too many people. But uh, we enjoyed being with uh, Kylie and John. And on Sunday before we left, um, John was giving the baby a bath and taking all the tags off they came home from the hospital with. He says to me, he says, well, I guess I ha have to keep her. I can't return her. I just cut off all the tags. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, you who are grandparents know what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a joy and a wonder um, to, to look at a little one and say there's a fourth of me somewhere in here, uh, and that's exciting. Let us uh, join our hearts together in prayer. <clears throat> Lord, we're thankful for this day and for the children who are leading us and we give you a special thanks for those adults who work so diligently with these children week after week that they might bless us in song and story today. These are our special prayers. We pray for a friend who's dealing with the loss of a child. We pray for a 10-month-old named Evan Bigby who is needing healing for cancer in his eye. We pray for safe travels and, and uh, a, a special request for a, a dear friend. We pray for Stan Christofferson, uh, that his pain might be relieved as he continues to battle cancer. We pray for healing and comfort for Martha Gibson. We pray for a father and grandfather who is having some health issues. We pray for healing for Jane Berg. We give you thanks for someone's mom and her longevity and health. We pray for troops in harm's way, their loved ones and families. We pray your blessings upon the new addition to the John Holt family. We pray for a friend's niece, Amy Copeland, who's been fighting for her life after contracting flesh-eating bacteria. Again, we remember Evan Bigby, uh, the baby needing healing for eye cancer. We give you thanks and praise for a grandbaby, for the Holtz. We pray for Barbara, who is recovering from knee surgery. We pray for family members to be surrounded by strong Christian people. Lord, these are our prayers for this day, and we're thankful that you have heard these prayers and know exactly who we're talking about and what we're praying for, and we link our faith to you and to your almighty power that you might hear and answer these prayers. As we pray the prayer Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. 
Amen. What's next? Is it offering? Okay. Uh, this time we will um, worship God as we receive our morning offering. About two months ago, um, Allie came to me and asked if she could do a song for her birthday slash Mother's Day and everything. And so um, it should be one you're, you're familiar with, but uh, this is what we've been working on for quite a while. Here I am, Lord, and I'm drowning. In your sea of forgetfulness, the chains of yesterday surround me. I yearn for peace and rest. I don't want to end up where you found me. And it echoes in my mind, keeps me awake tonight. I know you cast my sins for us. The east is from the west. And I stand before you now as a but today I feel like I'm just one mistake away From you leaving me this way Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west Cause I can't bear to see the man I've been Come rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest Cause you know just how far the east is from the west From one scarred hand to the other I start the day the war begins Endless reminding of my sin Time and time again your truth is drowned out By the storm I'm in Today I feel like I'm just one mistake away From you leaving me this way Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west Cause I can't bear to see the man I've been Rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest Cause you know just how far the east is from the west one scarred hand to the other I know you washed me white Turned my darkness into light I need your peace to get me through To get me through this night I can't live by what I feel But by the truth your word reveals I'm not holding on to you But you're holding on to me Holding on to me You know just how far the east is from the west Cause I don't have to see the man I've been Come rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest Cause you know just how far the east is from the west From one scarred hand to the other One 
scarred hand to the other. At this time, if all of the elementary school choir would come up. Capital J. In some families, 
She's the Director of Health, Education, and Welfare. In others, she's the Secretary of the Treasury. And many of us consider her to be, without question, Chairman of the House Rules Committee. No doubt about it, a mother is a special thing. God's Word tells us that we're to treat our mothers with great respect and honor. Let's think of some ways that you can do that on this very special, important day. Luke? Luke? <laughs> what are you I'll going to do? I put all the clothes in the washer and the dryer. Yeah, it's Mother's Day. She can go back to work tomorrow. Proverbs 31 says that mothers watch over the affairs of their household. That means they cook for us, they clean for us, they drive all over town and do all sorts of things because of those three little words that your mom says over and over and over. You mean clean your room? No, I mean, I love you. You know, I think moms need to hear those words from you too.
in assorted packages. No two of us are exactly alike. Each of us has been designed by God with a special set of interests and abilities. You know, the things that we think about a lot and the things that we're good at. That's why the Bible says each of us is fearfully and wonderfully made. Hey, if I'm so wonderfully made, how come it hurts so bad when I get hit by a baseball? <laughs> well, because really the guy that was throwing that ball didn't aim too well to begin with. And two, that's just a part of growing up. And that's another reason why God gave us moms. They know all the things that make you who you are. And they know just how to help you fit into God what he has planned for you. They can see what you're going to be and just what you are now. From the day you were born, your mother had a dream of what you could be. God planted that wonderful vision and you in your mom's heart. Mom, tell me about the story when I was born. We were so excited to have you arrive. And we were a bit nervous about this new role that was upon us. Daddy was worried that when time came to drive me to the hospital, it would be in the middle of rush hour and that, we, that I would give birth to you in his car during a traffic jam. The Lord watched over all of us. And on July 27th at about 2 a.m. in the morning, my body gave me a sign, similar to the flood in the Noah story, that it was time to go to the hospital. I reached over to your daddy to wake him. It's time to go to the hospital, I told your daddy. The first two questions your daddy asked were, can I get a shower? And do I have time to eat? When we made it to the hospital safe and sound with no traffic jams or delays, later that evening you were born and we were so thankful to God that you arrived safe and healthy to us. How about me, Mom? Do you remember when I came into the world? I certainly do. We prayed for a very long time for God to send us a baby. And when you finally arrived, our hearts were instantly overwhelmed with love. God had answered our prayers. You're crazy like your dad. And you share a love for music, just like me. We have watched you grow into an amazing little girl. And when you prayed to ask Jesus into your heart, we couldn't have been more proud. I can't wait to see what God has in store for your life. I love you, Caroline. Lord, how we thank you for giving us mothers. Only you could have created these unique human beings who by loving their children, give us a glimpse of what your great love is like. Protect our families, Lord. Watch over our busyness and bless our mothers. Amen.
love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, Deuteronomy 6.5. The scriptures say that these commandments are to be on our hearts. We're to impress them on our children and talk about them all day long. When we rise in the morning, when we lie down at bedtime, and as we go through the day. I think that's one of, God's, one of the reasons God made fathers. No one else can take the ordinary and routine events of life and make them exciting, fascinating, and well, kid-friendly. And no one else can instill in the hearts and the lives of our children the truths of God, quite like a dad. When we talk, my dad tells me that I'm pretty. My dad tells me I'm a slugger. My dad always tells me a little dirt never hurts anybody. Sarah, what do I tell you? Sarah? My dad can read green eggs and ham seven times in a row, and he never skips a page. My dad reads me the Bible, then we talk about the lessons we can learn from them, and if I have questions, he answers them. Unless the Lord builds the house, its labors, its builders labor in vain. Sons are a heritage from the Lord, children a reward from him. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. Psalm 127.
compels us to bring up our children in the training and instruction of the Lord. Dads know that a lot of how our children see their God as their heavenly father depends on their relationship with their own sons and daughters. They also know that these relationships take some effort and maybe a little advanced planning, but it's worth it. The most important thing a father will ever do is model God's love. That's what the Bible says, and well, our experience confirms it. But what do our children say? What's important to them about their dad? Is it that dad has an important job? No way! How smart they are? No way! Big awards or top prizes they've won? No way! Well, what matters most to our children is the assurance that dad loves them. And how do they spell love? We wanted to find out, so we took a little survey. Here's what we discovered. I know my dad loves me because he plays games with me and even encourages my wrestling team. I know my dad loves me because he hugs me a lot and takes me with him when he has to run errands. I like it when my dad says, good job, you can do anything. Um, I like it when my dad says, I love you, Peanut. My mom likes it when my dad says, let's go out to eat. <laughs> Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, verses 5 through 8. Lead the way, Dad. Lead the way.
to all of the boys and girls preschool and elementary that worked so hard. You guys did a great job and I'm proud of you. Also a big thank you to Ms. Kelly Watson, Ms. Margie Crowley, Ms. Susanna Clute, and Mr. Scott Culberson, as well as Greg Foster, Adam Wycliffe, Katie Jeter, Andy Watson, Jimmy Fowler, Van Brannan, Corey White, and anybody else that I've forgotten, Tom Hammond. Um, they should all be on the back of your program. Um, before we go, we actually have two um, members of the elementary choir that will be moving up. They will be moving into the youth program, and so I will no longer get to work with them on Sunday nights. But um, I would like to recognize them and have you recognize them as well. And in addition, I would like to give them a copy of our Methodist hymnal. This is um, something that I received as a child, and I know I always turn to it for fun. I would open it up and try to sing the harmonies with my sister. I would attempt to play uh, the Christmas carols at Christmas on the piano. So I hope, girls, that you enjoy this hymnal as much as I have. So if Zoe Spearman and Sarah Catherine Lee would please come forward. And God will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun, and hold